Yeah, it is. Welcome to a Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. Adelaide United holding out second spot on the table after a massive win in Parramatta. 3-2 over Western Sydney. Tommy, how Yo, good? How, how good? good? The biggest result of the season. Lock that one right in there. Uh, that that's the that's the medal test. That's the one. That's yep. the one that makes you think that we're not going to fuck this up. Away yeah. from home. Well, when you say away from home, there wasn't too many West Sydney fans in the stands, were there? Poor turnout. An away game. An away game. Definitely an away game, but it wasn't as boisterous as you you I, I was expecting. Because I think uh, if you go to if you go to West Sydney and they've got a full stadium, that's like an intimidating place to go. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, they still made a bit of noise. Um, we're just we're just a good team. We're a really good team. We are a, we are a good team. And you know what? I, I love um usually we do we do the lineups and stuff first, but the variety of goal that we score. I think in Wellington, we just beat them through our open play expansiveness. This game, we smashed them on set pieces. Yep. We have um, all the weapons. I think for the first 20 minutes, I was a little worried. Mm-hmm. They looked to be I all over us. Was. And they were creating, yeah. you know, they were creating some good chances and they were zipping around the ball really nicely on the edge of the box. Yengi, Barello, Ninkovic, the usual suspects, Amalfitano. Um, we just grew into it. We started hitting on the counter a bit like we... We do quite often. And then uh, our mate Benny Wallen decided to pop up with a double. Help things along. I'm so pleased for him. I'm so pleased for him and Barr. You know, <laughs> our, our unfavoured centre-back partnership, which has been the number one throughout the season, I think you could say. We've seen these two together more than anyone else, I think. Yeah. Um, we concede goals still, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, they do offer... Very different kind of, you know, remarkable events about them. Uh, we'll get to it later, but Lucky Bars now forever has a place in my heart. Yeah, yeah, we will get to that. Um, no real surprises in this lineup, aside from maybe was there any surprises at all? Well, in, maybe Ibu starting again. But... Ibu starting again because yep. you know Jovanovic hasn't done anything wrong. He scored in both the games that he's played in. Um, but I suppose, you know, when you've got your star, star man, I suppose your main man who did score coming off the bench the previous week has scored since coming back from injury. So yep. why not start him and fast forward it's rewarded because he does, he's Johnny on the spot and converts, uh, you know, a really crucial goal in the end. So that yeah. was a great move. I love if he's, if he's back in the mix, you know, and firing like he was when he first arrived, this is, this is real like championship team looking stuff. Isn't it? Because you have that front four of Ibu, Halloran, you know, Halloran, Goodwin on their day. Well, Goodwin always great. Halloran on his day, brilliant. Cloth, I think, is still the enigma and you don't really know what to expect from him. I loved yeah. that early take he had. There was that nice little move where Kiddo plays it in. Halloran flicks it back and then Cloth takes that unusual technique shot and it almost goes in the top right-hand corner. He's really good for shit like that. He's going to fashion a chance out of nothing. Yeah, he will do. Um, I know we've done it a lot on here. We do that thing where we take the piss and say we're going to win the league and stuff, and we're we're joking and we're we're going full on. Right, I've not been joking. I don't think it is unfair to say now that we are a genuine um, contender. The table certainly suggests so. Whether Melbourne City are going to drop more points, I don't know. But um, if we look even more. 
further down the road towards like finals and potential grand final, we we have to be we are right in the mix, aren't we? We're not just we're not going over the top here. We're definitely the clear second best team in this competition. One hundred percent. We are in the mix, and we are now everyone's favorite second team to play City in the Sydney-based destination, New South Wales Grand Final. Yeah, because it because it, it you know obviously they don't want a Sydney team, but I think at the same time people are recognizing now that Adelaide United can beat everyone in this league, including City, who yep. have this weird. They, they yeah they've just got this like they're like allergic to us in a way they can't they can't beat us. Yeah, and it's fantastic. So yeah, I think we're not blowing the lid when we say we are the second best team in this league because now we've done Western Sydney. We've got that nice little buffer in between the Mariners now in third, I, and you know two points behind City. And their game in hand is this random game on Wednesday night. We're recording what is it Tuesday night, so it'll be to, it'll be tomorrow for us. Yep, this weird game against Melbourne Victory, who are finding some form with a Fornaroli that's scoring goals. You know, they've only rescued a point against Newcastle in the dying embers. Same against MacArthur, same against us a month ago. This is it's not a done thing. And no. I've never joked when I said that we could win this. I've always felt that we could win this. I didn't. <laughs> I think it's fair to say we had a patch there where I would I would have been happy to make the finals for a lot of this season. <clears throat> there was a period there where we lost to Newcastle and we drew with victory. And I just I knew we were and yeah, Perth as well. I knew we were a good team, but we weren't getting the results. And I just felt like this doesn't look like a side that wants to try and win the league. But then you go and live unbeaten. Yeah, it was that. And that month after the World Cup, you know. Exactly. And we had such a good period leading into the World Cup too. Yeah, yeah it was really, yeah. really disappointing. But look, this side has come so good. And it's probably the stability of it because now we have a Dorigo easy partnership. There's no one day. You're not trying to fuck around with double pivots or decide who to shoehorn in there if any injuries or whatever. Izzy's been great. Dorigo's been very solid. You know, you've got two very accomplished fullbacks and, you know, a settled centre-back partnership now. Yeah. Absolutely. It looks, I love what you said. It looks like a, a, a premiership winning side, doesn't it? Of starting eleven, they could win it. Yep, it looks like it. Um, I'm just super nervous now because we're obviously we're right in the mix and we have we kind of have something to lose almost now. So, um, I just hope we can keep it going. Sydney this week on Good Friday, uh, will be a different sort of test again. There's still it's still one of those games where I see Sydney and I'm immediately worried, but we're a better side than them. We're we a much are. better side than Sydney. Um. We'll I think just we've got a better off. temperament and we've got a better desire to win or a better know-how to win. Yeah. We'll just finish off on this. Uh, I don't have too much analysis at all of this Western Sydney game. It was a big night. There was lots of goals, a bit going on. We've already mentioned Benny Wallen with a couple of really good headers. Um, Ibasuki getting the goal that he needed, kind of. Uh, Marcello popped up with a really good header for West Sydney, a strong captain's effort, and then... Mm-hmm. The big one in the 93rd minute, Iren Kunda on the counter gets gets tackled and held off. He reacts a bit, has a push on us at Neuenhoff. Yeah. And then Marcello comes in and decides to whack him in a headlock. And then he tries <laughs> to go Lucky Bar. Lucky Bar comes in and goes full Wyala on him and absolute scenes break out. It was great to watch, isn't that? Yeah. You enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I, it I loved it. I That's loved fantastic it. Everyone getting in and sticking up for him. And it's a really nice, it's a really nice snippet for the news to play as well. It gets people in, invested in it. 
I was at uh, I was at dinner and I was watching the last five minutes on my phone. And when this kind of thing kicked off, you had the most ardent of like you know inverted commas footy guys looking at this thinking, "Holy shit, <laughs> this guy's trying to choke him out." Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think of the What do you think of the whole thing? Masalo's reaction over over the top. Absolutely, I think Marcelo hundred percent deserves his red card. Um, Aaron Kunda deserves his yellow. Noenhoff deserves his yellow, yeah, and the initial foul. Yeah, Lockie Bar deserves his yellow. I think, and that's fine. Did he get booked? Yeah, he got a yellow. Okay. Um, okay. I think he did run in from a distance. So look, sure. my worry is in these things is the referee always thinks they have to do like it has to be one for each. Like there always has to be a red card for each when it's simply not the case. Yeah, And I think in this case, the referee did get it right. And I don't think people might think I'm being biased here, but I don't think so. Like, um, like I think no the one only ones like, you see calling for the West, for, for uh, Aaron Corner to get sent off is West Sydney. Is it Aaron Corner or do they want Bar sent off? I've seen lots of people saying Lockie Bar. Right. I've what seen lots really of Aaron Corner. That's the problem. Neither what's, of them have really what, done much. What have they done? Aaron Corner gets a yellow. He's pushed the guy off him. He was rugby tackled. He retaliated. He got a yellow. They both got yellows. Done. Um, Marcello's putting people in headlocks. You can't do that. It's a different environment. He's got Aaron Kunu in a headlock <laughs> and Lockie Bars' teammate has come in to stick up for him. He hasn't done anything. He's just running there, shouted at him, got in his face a bit. He couldn't get close to him anyway because um, had about six guys trying to hold him. <laughs> and then I think Marcello put him in a headlock as well or tried to. He did. No, he did. Yeah. So he doubled up. I'm just always worried there that the referee is going to give a red card for both teams just because, you know, oh, there was a like a bit of a melee. But I think so they got it right. Got go. 100% got it right. I think they got it right as well. And I don't think that's biased whatsoever because I don't, Iron Kunda's reaction doesn't deserve a red card. I think he no. is well within his rights. That is such a cynical, and I, we said this a lot, it's not a professional foul. There's nothing professional about yeah. fouling someone in that situation. It's an unprofessional foul. Um. So I think he has every right to react in the way that he does. And then, yeah, Marcelo just goes way over the top. The, yep. the the best irony of the thing is that he had just signed a new one-year deal and there was talk from everyone in the Australian football landscape that this is the best signing of the A-League season. This is the guy that is going to take West Sydney and renew them back to their heights and everything. He's going to win silverware for them. And then, bang, two days later, he's like choking a 17-year-old out on the pitch. <laughs> That's is he not guy. still that though? Is he not still? He is one of the signings of the season for sure, isn't he? One of, I wouldn't call him the signing of the yeah, season. He's one of, he's in the mix, but he may be in the mix. But uh, yeah, the, the way West Sydney play it lends to a new centre back signing. It's it feels like a very Del Pierre, and uh, uh, not Del Pierre, uh, Lacroix, Lacroix signing for Western United, where everyone thought, okay, this guy is legit. This guy is brilliant. They win the league with him at the centre back. And then you find out, uh, you know, 10 games later, he's a fraud. He's a total fraud. Yeah, we'll see. The jury's still out on Marcello, I think. I think he's had a really good year and um, he just lost his head there. And how, what, how about the excuses from Rudan about him growing up in favelas? What is that all about? Also, That's Mark Rudan, there's another, there's another absolute wanker. Sorry, Marco Rudan, you better not. I'm sorry. Ethnically vilify him by doing that as I'm he... Sorry does his own ethnic vilification by saying he grew up in the favelas. Yeah. That's fine. That's such a weird... Carrying on like a knobhead all night once again. Just... And then saying this weird shit about 
Marcelo growing up in favelas. So that's why he puts kids in headlocks. Come on, man. When you're when you're adult. next to Carl, when you're next to Carl Villa and you are making him look like the restrained one, you are there's something going oh, on. I know. I know. You're acting out, my friend. You're acting out. Yeah, absolute scenes. Uh Craig Goodwin in this game became the because we have to have some Craig Goodwin love, obviously. Absolutely, every week. Let's do it. He he became only the third ever A-League player to get 10 goals and 10 assists in one yeah. season. Did you see this? I did see this. How oh, good. Who are the other two? Uh, one is Aaron Moy. True. He got 20 assists that season. I was about to say that. That Aaron next. <laughs> yeah. Him, uh, Craig Goodwin, and who's the third one? Uh, Roy Haas. Roy Haas, yeah. Yeah. Roy Haas and Goodwin's numbers next to Aaron Moy's look uh, like... Pitiful. Like, like pitiful. It's double the <laughs> amount of assists, isn't it? It's... um. I forgot how just just how big a deal Aaron Moy was, and I guess that makes sense because we forget he went and had a, you know, he had a Premier League career. At he Hudders- did Huddersfield, and was he at Brighton? Yeah, he went to Brighton afterwards. He Brighton. got Huddersfield promoted. Yeah, and then was at Brighton. He was playing Premier League football, and now he's taking the piss at Celtic under Ange. Um, he's yeah, we forgot he's how good brilliant. he was, and when he's not playing for the Socceroos, and we miss him. Um, yeah, big deal with that guy. And then so Craig Goodwin and Rojas are in that company. Exactly. Or did we miss him? Check out last week's uh, podcast where we yeah. dissect the Roos performances against Ecuador. There were some good central midfield cameos. Anyway, Craig Goodwin. What a star. What more can you ask from the guy? Uh, look, we refer to him as Craig anytime. No goals this week, but no, no worries. Two assists, more goal involvements. The man is just outstanding. Yeah, we're running out of different things to say about Craig Goodwin, but you know, long may it continue. You know, you know what? All, all that is missing is him lifting a, oh, a man, title don't as say captain. It. Could you imagine the scenes? Just oh. him standing next to Viet, hand on hand on the toilet seat. Oh, <laughs> oh, the scenes at an empty Sydney stadium. Well, that's it. Isn't the, isn't the boycott the grand final? Uh, gathering momentum in United circles at the moment as we look more and more likely to uh, to actually be in the thing. Yeah, I'm loving this. Let's talk about it. Um, I've seen lots of people talking about different places where they should put up screens or whatever to host if Adelaide got to a grand final. We've, we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves, I think. But it is worth having the conversation because I, can, I don't know if I've said it on the pod yet, but I think anyone who goes to the grand final is a scab. Thank you. I was telling a couple of family members this during the week. I was like, there's yep. no fucking way I'm going. You guys go, there's but you no are definitely way. crossing the picket line. You can't have all these protests and everyone be so outraged and upset about it and then just go anyway. Like, it's That's just it. stupidity. Do you draw the line? I mean, we. I feel like we should go to the home semifinal. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Or you want to boycott the whole thing? Nah, we'll go to the home games. Sure. Okay. We need then to get one what? First, but. Oh, it's looking pretty likely. There's only four uh, games to go to. I don't know, but... Um, we go. We're looking I great. I know. No, that's fine. But, yeah, just, no one go to the grand final. Just leave it. Leave it empty. Just leave it. Leave it people empty. People need that to band together. Amazing. You want to achieve shit. People need to use their numbers in a good way and collectively decide to not go to this grand final and just to leave it. 
And hopefully it's empty and it's pointless and people just watch it at home and watch it or, you know, we go watch it at Highmarsh on big screens there or something, you know? That's the bigger counter-protest. Imagine getting, let's say, 10,000 people at Highmarsh watching the grand final on the screen. Yeah. Like that that would be huge. That sends a massive message to what the APL have done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm all for it. I hope I haven't upset anyone there, but if you were planning on going to the grand final, please reconsider because... Just you can't. We can't have. We made such a big deal about it, and we had all these protests, and everyone was so outraged. We can't just forget about it and lay down here, because they're just. That's what they're expecting. Like they're that's, the league are expecting this to happen. They're expecting people to just. Nah, that's all right. They'll come around because people always do. People always come around. Everyone always talks about boycotting Adelaide Oval because of the food and drink prices going up. Prices. Everyone keeps going. But people keep going and buying beers and stuff. And it's like, sell out on the weekend. Well, just don't. If you're that upset, don't. And if people stop doing it, they won't jack them up. They won't keep doing it. But, you know, there's no solidarity. I don't know how that'll play out, but I've said my thoughts and I won't be going. I've got a great feeling a lot of people will go. So the opportunity arises. Yep. So, yeah. We'll see. Anyway, let's look shorter term. We've got. Uh, good Friday game here. I can't go because I'm away this week and I'm spewing Sydney FC at 4.30 on the Easter Friday. Um, mm. Interesting time slot. Weird, it is, isn't it? Um, there must be another we, game after us. What do we think? You know what? The conditions look shit. It's going to be cold. It's going to be raining. Love that. I don't think it's it's not going to bode well for really nice football. Uh, you got two teams that are, are fighting for everything. Sydney want top six. We want we want to win the thing now. We're two points behind City. Yeah, depending what happens on Wednesday night against Victory, that could that could really lend a huge favour to us if Victory can over you know overcome the one nil deficit they have to start with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want to um, go into it. <laughs> I look. I don't know how this is going to go. There's going to be goals. It's over two point five, maybe even over three point five, without a doubt. I'm going 2 0 Adelaide. Two, you reckon we can tra- bro, yeah, they've got goals in them. Sheet. Joe Lolly, Robbie Mack, LaFondra when he comes off. We haven't had a clean sheet since uh 20th of January against MacArthur. <laughs> um what when we had 10 men? Yeah, so did they. <laughs> That's wild. Um and then before that was against Perth Lloyd. Oh, that 4-0 loss to Central Coast is in there. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bad time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, 2-0. I think we'll do a clean sheet and I reckon it will happen in Sydney this Friday. I reckon we win 5-2. Excellent. Let's take those three points. Um, Anything else you wanted to share? Is that it? We're good? Did you see the Matildas World Cup kit is out? Did you have I a look? Didn't. No. Oh, bro. One looks really, really nice. And then the one, that away kit just looks horrible. It's like this is weird turquoise. It's like an electric blue. I don't know. I don't know what it is. The awake it sucks, electric but blue. I have to I have to encourage. We should encourage everybody to buy the Matilda's home kit. Let's sell this shit out. Everyone have one for the Women's World Cup coming up in a couple of months. That'll yeah, be fantastic. Do it. Get around. I'll it. be I buying one. That. That's going to be really fun. Um, Good stuff. All right, get out to High March this Friday. Support the Reds. I can't be there. Someone drink a bunch for me in my place. 
have a good week, folks. Uh, check out episode 107. We talked Premier League. We talked a bit La Liga, Serie A, Bundesliga. It's all there. You can go listen. All right. Catch her. Catch her. One last beer for Piet. Ha <laughs>